Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, LKN. Happy Thursday? Happy Thursday. 7.06. Cruising your way into work right now. Feeling pretty good for a Thursday. A little Friday Eve action. Thinking about what you're doing this weekend. There's options. You heard that WSIC community calendar yet? A lot of options. A lot of things to do. You can't say there's nothing to do anymore. See, that's one of the benefits of the growth we've seen is there's always something to do. When we were kids, Bill, there wasn't nearly as much of this stuff here. There wasn't nearly as much. So one of the things we would do is we'd just go hang out in the Harris Teeter parking lot and throw the lacrosse ball on the wall. Like that, that was it. I don't know if I even should be admitting that. I'm not saying which Teeter it is. I'm not going to say that. I don't know if we were allowed there or not. You think we were allowed to do that? You think they cared if they would have known no, they preferred us not to do that, I'm, I'm sure. Be in the parking lot or throw the lacrosse ball on the wall? Um, probably both. No probably loitering? Both. Yeah. We hard loiterer. I feel, I feel like we tried to stay out of the way. You ever, you know, because there's some people like when they're walking down the middle of the aisle at the store and they're just right in the middle. You, you know what I'm talking about? The people that are right in the middle. No, no cares in the world. I'm the only one shopping right now. I am a personal shopper, and I am not going to pay attention to anybody else in this aisle. I don't think that was us, though. We, we, we recognize when a car would come. All right, move, car, car. We're going to move. Do you think we were that troublesome? No, I mean, we were definitely out of the way. Burkdale was a different story, though. You know, back in the day, they used to call it the Burkdale 500. <laughs> Just do laps. Just laps down that middle track at Burkdale, which you can't really do anymore. Um, I mean, you can go all the way down. I guess you could do that main loop, but now with the, the inner circle in the middle. Have you been by and then you saw that they, they closed off now the, the roundabout in the middle? It's not a full roundabout anymore in the middle. Yeah. What are they putting there now? So the, a- they, they had the ice skating rink right. and they had um, they do a lot of the setup stuff there. I guess the fountain, too, was a thing during when they had the ice skating rink, and then they're repairing the fountain now or something. It's back on. It's back on. Yeah. I'm going to have to go jump in it. Oh, wait. We're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to swim in the fountain? It's not a swim fountain. Frowned upon. They used to have the splash pad out there for the kiddies, for the kiddos, kiddies and kiddos, but they don't have that anymore. But the area's changed. And so this is, this is the thing you need to do. If you're going to get caught standing in the middle of an aisle today at a store, here's your punishment. Someone comes up to you and says, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, excuse me. You know what? No, that's on me. In fact, here, let, let me make it up to you. Take a selfie with me. That's how you do it. That's how you make up the punishment right there. You got you to make them smile. You owe them that much. You were in their way. It's not their fault. It's a public aisle. And so now that's how you can do it. That's how, that's how we solve a lot of issues. World hunger, general crankiness, diabetes. Just, just take a random selfie. Just take a random selfie, and that's how we can do it.
I'm just going to guard off aisle three and wait for someone to come down. That's, <laughs> this is mine. Phone out. This is mine right here. 844-STUDIO-4. How's your morning going so far? Uh, a, a day it may be. A day it may be. We, we, will, we will likely hear, I'm, I'm almost 96% confirmed with uh, Brad Borders of uh, Purple Heart Homes, putting the pieces back together. Uh, John Galena and Brad Borders, they do their show Thursdays at 3 o'clock, 3 to 4 p.m., Believe we're going to hear from Brad Borders. All into all signs point true north right now that that will happen. Debatable is in the eight o'clock hour with Sheriff Darren Campbell. I uh, oh, excuse me, hold on, I'm sorry. I have been going around Iredell County quite a lot. It's good to get out in the community. It's good to meet people. Shout out Harmony. I can't go anywhere without seeing Sheriff Darren Campbell's face somewhere. And no, I'm not talking about symbolically, you know, through his deputies and through the presence of Iredell County Sheriff. This man's face is on every newspaper and magazine and posted in every local business that I go in. You talk about, about the rock star sheriff, we've got it here. Sheriff Darren Campbell. So I'm trying to get him on the phone. He's a busy guy. We've tried for a couple of weeks. Uh, he's doing things, though. And it's nice to have good leadership. It's nice to have people who are out in the community and are trying to live life and work and support and serve and all that. So we may have Sheriff Campbell in the 8 o'clock hour. He couldn't guarantee it. I, I told him my feelings won't be hurt. But I appreciate the opportunity. Would love to chat with him. The big question I've got for him and it's not really for you, it's for me. I'll be a little selfish this morning. There's this cardinal that just keeps decimating my car, my truck. It just, he just, he gets squirrely, he sees himself in the mirror, and he thinks it's another cardinal. And so he just is pecking, pecking, pecking at my mirrors. To the point he's leaving blood. He's drawing blood from himself. That's how, how much he is in belief he is under attack. He has also began leaving his excrements all over my truck as well. And so I just have to just make sure I'm going to get the opinion of a sworn officer. If I shoot it, is that okay? Am I looking at any repercussions whatsoever on any level? And I need some advice. I'm, I've reached a point, Bill. I'm sorry. I don't mean it in a mean way. I, I, I'm done with, I'm not going to trap this thing. I'm not going to, you know, coddle its nest somewhere else. He's chosen violence. I've given him multiple opportunities, and he's continued to choose war, and I can't do it anymore. I can't. I need my life back. Don't be bewildered by this. Don't be bewildered. Don't 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 act like like there's something out Lummoxed. there. Flummoxed. <laughs> there is there is there is things that happen in our life that we need to address, and this has gone on for way too long. Look, I tried to give him a chance. I came out. I talked to him. We named him. I'm assuming it's a dude. It might be a girl. I don't know how that works in the bird world. Maybe they're choosing different animals that they're recognizing themselves as. Maybe that's the real problem. Is he's confused. Maybe he's a a identifying himself more as a raccoon this week uh, or this year because it's been a while. I don't know. He won't talk back. I've given the opportunity, though. I don't understand why it's not okay for me to just shoot this cardinal at this point. 
You know, there was a while that Canada geese were illegal. You know, they were endangered. You talk about some of the most vile creatures I've ever met. They just dookie everywhere. And it's not okay. Finish your coffee, man. It's What's not, up with the violence? I'm not choosing violence. I just, look, and it's raining today, too. It's raining. It's the first day since I've worked here that it has rained. I do like rain. I don't know. Is that making me weird? I like rain. It's, it's just something magical about it. Like we talked about yesterday, you can't make water. And it comes from the heavens and falls. And it's glorious. And it cools things down most of the time. Yeah, 70 high of, I think, like 74, 76. That's a lot cooler than it's been. Depending on where you've been, yeah. Good riddance. Well, the humidity has finally pushed that rain to us. The problem is is I left a box in the back of my truck last night. So the cardboard has just crumbled apart. And I said to myself all day yesterday, Justin, bring these cups. Bring in the cups. Bring in the cups. You better do it. You better bring in the cups. Did I bring in the cups? Nope. Nope. The cups and Rocky had a great evening in my truck. They enjoyed the vast windows and exploration opportunities together. We're grateful you're with us. Good morning, LKN. It's a cheery morning here. It is sunshine and rainbows here in beautiful Lake Norman. 844-STUDIO-4. Word of the day. Up next. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis, Bill's on the Sticks, 718. 50% 50% chance of rain today. 50%. If you're inside, it's not going to rain. If you're outside, it's raining. That's your 50-50. I'm not going to kill the Cardinal. Demi won't let me. I've been reprimanded. I will just give it mean looks. Cooler heads prevail. She's handling it. It's better that, that way. It's most, there's, you know, you got to have that yin and that yang. You know, that balance out of personality. Very true. You have to. You have to accept the fact that you have different personalities, made differently. It's a good, cohesive unit. Word of the day. Bill, what you got? Today's word of the day. Today's word of the day is Petricar. Petricar. P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R. For those of us following along in their... Webster dictionaries at home. Petricar. Petricar. It's, hmm, it's a noun. It's a person, it's a noun. place, or a thing. And it's pretty timely. It has something to do with, uh, you know, what's going on right now. I can almost guarantee you with absolute certainty I will need it in a sentence, please, sir. As the storm passed and the rain ceased, the Petricor filled the air, bringing a sense of calm and renewal to the thirsty earth. Petrichor. The clouds, the condensation, the evaporation, the water. No. <laughs> the, can you give me no sense? Yes. Because I was playing off the weather and like when it stops raining, okay, what happens? There's a bunch of steam. After weeks of scorching heat, the first rain of the season brought with it refreshing Petrichor. Reviving the parched gardens and uplifting the spirits of everyone in the neighborhood. Water? No. <laughs> Petrocar. Life? Nope. Petrocar. Petrocar. Brought Petrocar. I mean, I'm, I'm stuck on this whole weather thing and water and steam and condensation and wetness and life and revival. And 
mm. that realm. I love it. Am I anywhere close? Um, not really. Kind of not really. Kind of not really. Okay, let me wait. Hold on, let me think about this. So you got it. Petrocar. Petro. Let me say it more times. That's what is gonna make me know the definition. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Petrocar. To Petrocar. Well, you don't to Petrocar because it is a person, place, or thing. Correct. You just Petrocar just is. It is. It is. It is. Petrocar is falling the from the Petricar sky. Petrocar filled the air. The Petrocar filled the cool temps. The no, a little bit closer. Okay, the um, moisture probably has something to do with the moisture. It's more of a combo of a bunch of things. To Petrocar, no, you don't. To Petrocar, you are Petrocar, and you if, is Petrocar. If you is Petrocar, you is something to do with the air temperature. The definition <laughs> of Petrocar is is the pleasant earthy smell that comes after a rainfall, especially when it follows a period of dry weather. That's on me. I didn't. Petrocar. I, I didn't go with that sense. That sensory uh, of smell. I could have maybe thrown that hint that it was a, one of our senses. No, I mean, it's okay. It's not your fault. Uh, I'm just, you know, learning. And I didn't even think to connect it to smell. But that is certainly an important sense to keep in mind. I could see how flummoxed you were. Clearly. Yep. And I was becoming loquacious with my attempts. Right. Hey, new word. New day. Petrocar. Petrocar. The, I, this is where, one where, and if you're on the WSIC news video stream or any of the social channels where we're video streaming, you can see the pronunciation. And that that's certainly appreciated with this particular type of word. Because I feel like you could say it multiple ways oh, when you're looking at it. Oh, am I saying it wrong? Yeah, I don't even know if I'm saying it. Petricar? I, maybe. Petricar. That's, Petricar? See, I don't think that words, has as I, nuts, I, nice yeah. of a ring to it, though, you know? I got a bit of draw on me. Petricar. Petricar. No, I don't like it this much. Petricar. Petricar. That could, hey. It's like, so when uh, it stops raining today and you smell that smell. You smell that Petricar. That's that Petricar. That's that Petricar that you smell out there. No, it's not something else. It's supposed to be pleasant, too. So if it smells bad, that. That ain't no Petricar. That's not my Petricar. That's not. Might be your upper lip. That's not. That's not. uh, That's not something we want to encourage, just stinky upper lips. No. It, how do you how do you cure that? By the way, have you ever looked in the mirror and said, "Why are, why are my lips a different kind of skin than everything else?" I haven't actually. It's now that, but now that you say that, now it is a distinct. Pretty strange. It's a distinct type of skin. These are things that I think about whenever you're talking. <laughs> the, the the amazing part is, you know, the lines on your lips. You know what I mean? Like if you scrunch them up. His you ever just, lip skin different than his face skin. It's you ever stared in the mirror in the morning and just looked at your lips, just put them together really tight, and just look. No, we're not doing this. It's it, look, your morning routine can change. You know, sometimes you got to switch it up because you know I wake up, snooze about eight times, finally get out of bed, work my way past the throne, and I go right into the shower. And and this is my new life hack I've started doing. And I don't know. Did I tell you? I've started brushing my teeth in the shower. Did I tell you about that? 
Um, I, I believe you may have mentioned it, but that is great life hack. It, it saves time. And it's just one of those things like you can check it off the list so it feels good. Boom. Brushing your teeth is important. And if it, I feel like the real disconnect is you have to build it into the routine. I still lack in the evenings. Not good at it. Maybe now that you're saying it out loud over air, you're going to do a little better at it. Probably not. Okay. I maybe maybe I I guess I shouldn't shoot myself down that fast. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot you a automated text every night. Is Don't that a thing? To brush them chompers. Does Apple have that now? Automated text. That would be pretty smart. That'd be a pretty that cool one's feature. Free. That one's free. That's a pretty good feature. You think that maybe there's an app for that? But, like, you want to send it to yourself, so I don't want to give access to my device like that to some random app. Anyway, we're going down a bad path again. Oh, boy. We remember yesterday. Just I do. I do. Flummoxed. Did anybody go out and buy truckloads of incandescent bulbs by chance? Just curious. I saw a couple. I get to Statesville yesterday, and Ben hands me an incandescent bulb and says, I found this in the back of a truck. And he handed me an incandescent bulb. And you a piece of history. He really did. And I said, we should frame it. Because at some point, these will, there, these will be no more. There will be no more on the earth. Kind of like these Canadian geese and cardinals, if you had your way. If I, look, if I had my way about It's just a singular cardinal. The rest of them are fine. And I don't want to kill him. He just needs to leave me alone. Why is he picking my truck? Listeners, it's early. Forgive him. Why does he pick my truck? It's Go to nice the truck. The neighbors got nicer cars than we and do. You got a sweet rig. Dude. No, your cardinal understands you're rugged, no, professional. No, that's not what it is. It has everything to do with the fact that I didn't pluck the nest out of the tree last year when I should have, when I had my opportunity. And I think his babies died. Oh my! So I think now it's no. just it's just pure vengeance. It's pure vengeance at this point, and it makes it harder for me. It's an emotional situation. I'm not like I get it. Like I'm not. I don't. I don't go. I don't kill animals. It's not what I do. Like like my thing always was. And we have friends who hunt, right? We have friends that hunt, and I got no problem with hunt. It doesn't bother me. My whole thing is like if I'm going to hunt and if I'm going to kill, I'd have to eat it. But I just can't take myself to the point of looking that animal in the eye and doing it. You know, it's just not me. But I don't mind other people doing it. But this cardinal, he won't get eaten. I feel like cardinals are like a good. Oh, man, I feel like it's a good presence to have them around. I only associate good feelings with cars. You seen my mirrors? They're sweet. You got a sweet rig. No, dude, that is not what, not anymore. Not anymore with the blood bath and white stains, because that's what birds really leave behind. I would just leave them in the street. Give a sign to all the cardinal friends. This is what happens. You know who I saw on the street yesterday? Who? The Prince of Charlotte, LaMelo Ball. You did. Starting point guard for the Charlotte Hornets. Did you take a picture? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not bothering people by taking a picture. I'm you're not, not, you're not, not, you didn't random selfie with him. I didn't, I'm not random selfie with the Prince of You Charlotte. should have with Man Ball. For five years, $267 million. You know what I noticed though? And maybe, and I, and you know, this is a reach here. Didn't see him with any, uh, any of the poop bags for his dog. Wow. It's a big dog. But that being said. Because I'm not trying to spread any negativity around the prince. Lamelo Ball does not care about the environment. He do- that's that's a reach. That's what you said. That's a random sentence you just pulled. <laughs> he may have already done the business, thrown it away properly. You know? Knows that's his dog's routine. It was only going to happen once. Boom, boom. Worst case anomaly. If he does it again, he'd pick it up with his hand. Just walking the streets of Charlotte during Fan Fest, and and I'm saying I. I 
I knew that guy immediately. I was like, boom. Yeah, well, it's hard to miss him. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> that smile, though, was it gleaming? Oh, yeah. yeah He's I got mean, that smile. Yeah, he does have a, a, a very charming smile. He's our point guard, ladies and gentlemen. We have his back. Yeah, for Charlotte Hornets, uh, he, he's, he's quite... Um, some of his pictures on Instagram, I showed I, I showed a picture one time to Demi. It's the one of him in the lime green jumpsuit with the matching Lamborghini. That yeah, one, dude. that one got him. That one, that got her pretty good. Yeah, what a guy. She didn't know who he was before he's got that. Diff- he's got different problems than me. Yeah, she she hasn't she hasn't forgotten that. My picture outfits says. match my car. Yeah, that's that's. I buy like my you, I buy my car to match my outfit. Right. And that's not a you know hey if you can. But hey, just normal guy walking down the street, and I get it, you saved yourself on it, because if you would have taken the random selfie, don't expect him to see on that walker routine again. Right. You know, he knows the city. He knows where he's going. Uptown Charlotte. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, LK at 844 Studio 4. Brad Borders coming up. Uh, Going to talk, uh, putting the pieces back together. Purple Heart, Purple Heart Homes. Looking forward to it. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis. Flummoxed over the idea that I'm going to have to combine a full sentence at the end of the week with all these words of the day that I can't even remember. But it's good to have good friends that can help you in scenarios that you need. And joining us right now, Brad Borders, one of the most upstanding dudes I've ever met in my life. Genuine, cares, and willing just to have a good time. But here's the thing. Every time I get a message from Brad, it sounds like he's in an enchanted forest somewhere just off running with the squirrels through the woods. Brad, are you in the middle of the forest right now, or or what are you doing? Uh Uh-oh. Somebody's muted you. Hold on, Brad. My mail yesterday when I sent you that message, and there must have been a bird accompanying me. On my way to the mailbox. Following you. What? Following you. Clearly right behind you. Could be clearly. Clearly. Just zippity-doo-dah, you know, with me. I I have a problem at my house right now. I don't know if you heard. I have this cardinal that keeps attacking my mirrors, and I'm looking for a solution, wondering if you can help me. Back up. Keeps attacking your what? My mirrors on, on my truck. Oh, your mirrors. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. On, why is it? What, wait. What does it do? I mean, like bumps into them and flies into them and stuff. It it is attacking them as if, like, as if it thinks it's another cardinal infiltrating his platoon. And so I need assistance. What can I do? I, I was going to ask Sheriff Campbell. Hopefully next hour. Can I just shoot it and move on with my life? But what do you think is the more appropriate measure in this scenario? Um, well, when you're home, you could, maybe you could put a you know, piece of paper or something over your mirrors to send him to find another mirror somewhere. Okay. So you're, you're choosing peace. Okay. I can, I can get on board. Uh, with yeah. That. That's, I had a ground, I had a groundhog. I had a war with a groundhog with my garden. It was a long war of attrition. Um, this groundhog just devoured my cabbage. I made a couple TikTok videos about it, about this battle. And I got all these comments about what to do about this groundhog and, you know, everything from nuclear weapons to, you know, tried and true techniques. And so I ended up trapping the thing in a cage 
and then it was it was like a juvenile groundhog and, and I he kind of looked at me with these sad eyes and I felt bad and I let him go. <laughs> I've never trapped an animal before like that. Uh so don't don't it's look easy. at me weird for saying that. I've never done that before. Uh is that an easy process? Do you, do you like put like yeah, fresh fruit or what, what did you do in yeah, the cage? I put, some, I put some cherry tomatoes in a bowl inside the trap and he walked in and my good buddy uh Rob Osborne over at Ware 41 lent me the trap and it worked fantastically. It's just the problem was is the trapper wasn't very good. <laughs> the trap worked good, but the trapper had I don't know, I'm 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 getting I'm turned I've turned into a hippie in my old age. <laughs> well, you've got a lot of skills. Maybe trapping may isn't your finest skill, but you do have a lot of skills. One of the skills I would say is caring about the community. You and John do a very great job with that. I'm very deeply passionate about it. You, your show airs today at 3 o'clock. What's on tap for putting the pieces back together? Yeah, man, this is going to be one of the best shows we've ever had. So my buddy, uh, one of my first friends in the Army, um, he was Captain Chris O'Toole uh, back then, but now he is Colonel Chris O'Toole. Um, he is He's a, a, a legendary figure. Uh, we got got the the best stories ever he's but he's also he's a he was active duty for a long time then he went to the reserves and now he is a captain in at the high point police department and uh and is the um, commander of their um their swat team and so uh he's just a unique uh, hilarious uh great american uh cares a lot about people he cares a lot about the the folks that uh, serve under him. He's a great leader and a great friend and just an all around good dude. And uh, man, tune in because it's going to be it's going to be a good show. We're looking forward to it. Uh, always great. The the other um, veterans that you guys bring in as part of your program, share the love with, let them tell their story, um, because the storytelling I find is the unique aspect of what you guys do. It's one thing to watch a movie. It's one thing to read an article. But to hear these stories from the perspective of the veteran and what they went through, what is going through their mind now, and you guys making that connection, bridging that gap is is, is quite phenomenal. Let me ask you, traditionally, right, when there's times of war, we, we, we all can rally behind and understand, okay, there's combat and all this stuff happening. Is combat happening in the world right now, in the world of veterans and, and, and military? I mean, look, I'm a civilian, so, so help educate me here. For, for people and veterans right now, what's kind of the status and things that you guys are hearing from, from all of your contacts and all the people you serve? Well, unfortunately, yeah, combat continues every day. It's the sad state of the world that we live in. And uh, just because it isn't forefront in the news um, doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, you know, American military personnel are in over 100 countries around around the world. And um, you, if you dig a little deeper into the news uh, and not just headlines, but you look at what's going on in Africa, um, we still have people in, in Syria. Um you know, uh, in in the in Eastern Europe now with all the, the stuff in Ukraine and, you know, you know, we've got folks positioned to guard against all that. And so it, it's I don't know that we've been at peace, total peace, you know, for a very, very long time. And uh, and and the problem is, is that, you know, it's just not always in the narrative that there are people that have raised their right hand. They come from small towns. And they put on the uniform and they and they go out and do the deed. And, and uh, 
there's not a lot of fanfare about it when it's not, you know, in the, in the news. And, um, you know, hopefully, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to a day where we don't need, uh, uh, you know, fighting forces in, in the military and when we can all, everybody can, can go home. So, um, that's a longer term, uh, eschatological, uh, view of mine that there's going to be complete restoration in this world and, and that there will no longer be, uh, wars and we'll, we'll beat all our, all our, uh, implements of war into into pruning hooks and plows and and uh, i'm looking forward to that day but but until then it it, it goes on and and uh um people who raise their right hand and and say I'll, I'll do it are uh are important folks and they're selfless and and uh and that's what our show is all about is to kind of communicate that to uh the folks that are listening and we really appreciate the the folks that do tune in it's awesome well, my brother, that uh, that day of peace is coming sooner than I think a lot of people realize, and so we're looking forward to that as well. For for veterans um, that that want to connect, let's say maybe there's some local ones here that have you know been looking for hope or looking for resources or looking for just people to talk to. How much do you guys do locally in the community, even though you're a national organization at Purple Heart Homes at this point? Well, I mean our doors are open to any veteran that wants to come by and visit with us and see what we're doing. Um, I think veterans in a lot of ways, um, you know, when you're in, you've got this uh, vital mission, you're in charge of uh, millions of dollars of equipment. And then, you know, and everybody's always like, I can't wait till I get out. I can't wait till I get out. And I don't have to get up early and do PT. And there's no first aren't telling me what to do. Uh, but then when they do get out, they, they miss all that. They miss the mission. They miss the camaraderie. And then sometimes veterans get into communities and they get isolated and um, and they wonder, uh you know what happened um and so uh purple heart home is not only a organization that works all over the nation um you know, we're kind of a safe haven for veterans to come by and visit and and, and then also too the veterans want to get involved with what they're doing um we have a lot of outlets for that um i've been leading a combat recovery course for combat veterans uh at purple heart homes for for the last uh you know three years and uh in in the community for the last six years um, and we do that a couple times a year. We'll, we're gonna we'll start another one in the spring. Um, we have um, if veterans are interested in helping with uh, there's a new initiative in Ardell County called Veterans Treatment Court, and part of that um, that's a there's a longer explanation for what that is, but basically it's a it's a court that is designed for veterans that have been charged uh, and their charges stem from either substance abuse or mental health issues. Um, and so I'm actively now recruiting veteran mentors to partner up with the veterans that ha have been been entangled with the justice system as a restorative approach to justice rather than punitive. And so uh, if veterans are interested in talking to me about that, you can just kind of reach out to us through uh, the Purple Heart Homes website at phhusa.org. And uh, I'll be glad to have conversation with you about it. And we have now at this point, we're, we're at break on radio, but we are sticking with you, Brad, if that's okay, through the digital WSIC fam, WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. We're still streaming live. We're with Brad Borders of Purple Heart Homes, also co-host of Putting the Pieces Back Together. Dude, why do y'all get so wild in the studio? Like, why do y'all just like to come in there and just act a fool and just have a good time? Like, is that okay? Like, why is that so okay for you guys? I don't know. It's kind of the way we live our lives. <laughs> it's just, I mean, every day is kind of like that. It's a little wild and a little, uh, uh, off the cuff. And, um, we don't do, um, I try to do some, some minor planning for the show, but, uh, 
it's mostly stream of consciousness thinking. And I don't know if you've ever met John Galena, his stream of consciousness runs in the exact opposite direction of mine. So that's probably what makes it kind of funny and weird. Um, and, uh, so, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we just really love doing the show. We, I think we're up to about 80, 80 some shows. I think our hundredth show is going to be in October sometime. So we'll do a big celebration on that thing. That's a huge accomplishment. A hundred weeks of doing content and programming, you know, the average like podcast, they say lasts like four or seven episodes. So for you guys, not only to do digital, but to do over the air for that many episodes is really impressive. Well, we want to continue to abuse the public with our voices. So there you go, right? It's a good fit. It's a good fit. You know, that's <laughs> that's it. So, okay, so locally you guys are, are doing some We got about a minute before we're back to, we'll rejoin with the radio fam. But um, so give us a little bit more insight specifically here locally, we'll say, in Statesville. What's kind of the big push you guys are working on locally right now? Yeah, locally, um, we're, we're manufacturing tiny homes. That's the big thing that we're doing right now. Um, we've got a full first shift staff that is in our manufacturing facility um, building 320 square foot tiny homes. We've sent a couple to Fifth Street Ministries uh, for their veterans transition program. We've got a couple more targeted for there. We're working with a couple local municipalities um, with maybe uh, coming a veterans type transition program in Mooresville. Uh, so we're still we're still pushing that. And I think there's a lot of interest. Um, you know, the housing market is kind of weird and uh, it's hard to find affordable space. Tiny homes provide that opportunity um, to have a safe, um, affordable place to live. Um, and so we really believe that that's the future. Um, and um, we think that uh, people uh, are gravitating towards that. That's awesome. All right, giving 10 seconds here. We're going to come right back into the radio family. Let's Good morning, LKN continues now on WSIC. News Talk Now. Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis. We let Brad just roll right into the break there. Brad Borders. Purple Heart Homes, putting the pieces back together. It's 7.48. If you're on your way to work, don't speed. Don't rush. If you're going to be late, you're going to be late. Accept it. Make a better decision tomorrow. You're making the best decision by hanging out with us. And I always enjoy hanging out with Brad and John, two top-notch guys who care deeply about the community. Brad, you were just telling us uh, to our digital fam on WSICnews.com and our social streams for the video that you guys are working on these tiny homes and partnering and collaborating with all these local partners in the community and throughout the region. What is that like balancing, okay, we're, we're helping veterans on the emotional side, on the spiritual side, on the, you know, get reacclimated with resources, and then you guys are doing housing. Like everyone's trying to figure out housing and you guys are just over here, but we're just going to do housing. We're just going to build houses. Like it's not that complicated. W why so much? Don't you guys need to calm down just a little bit? Well, yeah, probably, but <laughs> um, yeah, we just feel like the need is really great. And, um, um, you know, I, I, John uh, came in my office about, I don't know, it was four or five years ago. And he said, we're going to build tiny houses. And uh, I was like, oh man, you're crazy. Um, again, John and I have uh, two completely different approaches to everything. And uh, that probably is the reason why we, we work well together. Um, and, um, but it, I used to poo poo every uh, idea that John had and just thought it was nuts. And then, and then, uh, but he, he's so tenacious and, and uh, driven 
um, and he sees something before it's there. Um, and then, and then he turns the wheels until it happens. And, and now I think we're, I mean, I think we're up to like 14 or 15 or maybe 16 of these tiny homes that we built and gone to different places. And, uh, you know, two of them or, or three of them were, or, uh, you know, within 15 miles of our home base in States. Well, one, two of them are within, within two miles then. And, uh, so, um, we'd really like to see, um, little, uh, villages of these things that, that provide affordable, affordable housing for veterans. Um, and, um, yeah, we were just motivated to do that. We've got a great crew in our warehouse and Rob Harrell is a army veteran. He leads the charge out there and, um, uh, has, has a great crew. Um, and, and they, they just knock it out of the park every day. PHHUSA.org. That is the Purple Heart Homes website. You can go to PHHUSA.org. Check out their organization. Brad, uh, you guys have a pretty solid team, I'd say, in place. How is that a military kind of component of putting a team together? Or when you and John are sitting around talking about these ideas and you think, hey, you know, which team member fits well here? How, how much does the team aspect come into the thought process for you guys? Well, I mean, it, you know, it's, that's absolutely critical. Um, culture is really critical for us at, at the top of our, uh, you know, values. We have values, words that we have at the top of, along with integrity and, and uh, uh, excellence. Uh, our number one value is compassion. Uh, not only compassion for the veterans that we serve, but compassion for our teammates. Um, and so we, uh, we actively recruit. Uh, we want veterans to, to come and work with us. Um, but we have, um, a lot of folks that never served, but they're connected to veterans somehow. They, they had a, they have a spouse that was a veteran or they had a dad that was a veteran or, or a sister that was a veteran. And so, um, we, we're just looking for teammates that are, are, uh, mission focus, um, like to work together with others, um, and, uh, want to serve in an environment that has, that has a, uh, um, a, a positive outcome for, for our neighbors, for sure. You guys were in 49 states and Puerto Rico, I think is what John told me last time I talked. It was at Iowa hey. or Idaho or something like that that's left. What, what's the state that's left? Yeah, I can't. I, that's a great question. Um, it, it accelerates so quickly. I, I, I don't even know. Um, but it's mo the majority of the United States. And I think we've done, I think our chapter in Puerto Rico has now done like four projects is, is what I heard yesterday. So um, we're, I, I'm, I can't even keep up anymore with the, with the acceleration and growth. And um, that's an exciting place to work, you know. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in what we do, man. How do you guys manage that relationship then with all, like, like, you know, you guys are here based locally in Statesville, yet you guys are a national organization. How do you guys stay connected with all of these different groups and chapters and people throughout an entire country? And let's say multiple countries now, if we consider, you know, thinking of Puerto Rico and potentially other places in the future. Well, I mean, you know, everything rises and falls on, on relationships. And then the best way to facilitate relationships is through using the tools that we have. So we are, uh, big believers in technology. I mean, look at us. Here we are. I'm 20 miles from you and chatting with you on the phone this morning. I can see you. And and so um, we utilize technology to remain connected with the folks that are uh, dispersed throughout the country that are carrying the flag for us. Um, we've, uh, we identify points of contact within our team that are geographically aligned with those different parts of the country. Um, they have, uh, you know, so they have a rep 
that they can talk to, a project manager that they can talk to um, back at the house. Uh, and, uh, and so um, it, and, and, then, and then we travel to them. Um, like Lamar Austin, one of our project managers, he's been on Puerto Rico a couple of times uh, to help get things off the ground down there. And he's done a fantastic job um, with uh, facilitating that relationship. And, um, you know, we're seeing huge progress in places like that. You guys and, and here, whenever you, you you meet, let's say with with a group of veterans locally, and, and I'm and I'm kind of going to it's a hybrid, right? How much is housing a, a part of veterans transitioning back? How big is that in the scheme of things for them? Well, and I, I think it depends on on where you go, but housing is always an issue. So when you're in the military, man, housing is like you know squared away for you. Um, you're either living on post uh, in you know housing that's provided. Or you have a housing allowance uh, that allows you to to live off post, right? You don't have to worry about it. you don't have to think about it. It's all it's all provided. And so then when you get out that and 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 if you've been in for any length of time, you kind of get used to that. And and then then it's all on you, right? And you have to you have to figure things out. Um, sometimes uh, you know folks are younger when they get out; and they haven't prepared for that, or they've been in for a long time and and they're. The weight of their service has has caused all kinds of problems for them, and uh, you know making decisions like uh, finding a quality place to live uh, sometimes is a challenge. And sometimes people come out of the military with all kinds of issues that that um, create problems, and they end up uh, in what we call um, you know uh, housing insecure, right? Maybe not homeless, but housing insecure and drifting from place to place and trying to find routes to settle in somewhere. And so we want to be a part of that solution that the veterans have not only a, um, a place to live, but a safe place to call home. Well, I would, would put your title probably as uh, enchanted forest liaison. You are actually the <laughs> EVP of, of donor relations or donor management, or you, you manage relationships is what you do with purple heart homes. Give me a story. Tell me a story uh, about, let's say, a donor who maybe they weren't military, maybe they weren't veteran, but they heard about what you guys were doing and, and it just captivated them in their hearts. What, what was the process like? Tell, tell me a little story there if there's any of them that come to mind. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, um, Mike and Melissa Nieder, and they, they, they would not mind if I talked about them. They've been on our program before. They're supporters of what we do. Um, and um, I'm I'm. I don't know if folks, Melissa is one of our uh, county commissioners here. Uh, her and Mike owned uh, owned some McDonald's restaurants uh, in our area for a very, very long time. Um, I met M I've known Mike my whole life, but met Melissa a few years back. And um, she um, they donated all the food for all of our volunteer days. So if I ever had a volunteer day, we we're going to build a ramp or something. I could call Melissa at like the night before and she said how many do i need to feed uh and there would be a you know a bag of biscuits and coffee ready for all my volunteers and we've just become really good friends over the years and and um i believe that that, that fundraising is all about friendship um and relationships and uh, and when you when you're friends with somebody and they believe in what you're doing um you know the resources just kind of tend to flow like that it's not it's not a hard ask you know it's like hey here's what we're doing would you would you want to jump in on it and and people do and mike and melissa have been tremendous supporters over the years and we're we're really thankful we've got a lot of folks like mike and melissa 
There's a lot of great organizations locally, and I'm grateful for that, and you guys are one of the top. And, and Brad, I appreciate your time. Putting the pieces back together, it airs every Thursday here on WSIC from 3 to 4 p.m. You can listen to them on the radio. You can watch them live, act a fool in the Studio A up there in Statesville every week, too, on all the social platforms and on WSICnews.com. P-H-H-U-S-A.org. That's the website. If you want to learn more about Purple Heart Homes and their mission, go check them out. Brad, we appreciate you, man. Good luck on the show today. Looking forward to hearing it. Thanks, Justin. You're the greatest. (laughs) All right, there he is. Brad Borders. Real deal. I told you, Bill. These guys are the real deal uh, as it comes to uh, caring about the community, um, thinking about veterans, helping them out, being involved in lives, and helping to change lives and move them forward. Uh, in a positive fashion. And I enjoy associating with people like that. I enjoy hanging out with people like that. And he's just funny. Like, he'll just come up with, like, a random zinger out of nowhere when you're sitting in the room and it's, like, the awkward silence. Brad likes using comedy to clear the air in the room, if you would. And 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 I appreciate that about him. Um, I try to do it. I'm not as funny as he is. But he, did, he didn't like my cardinal joke, I don't think, too much there. I don't think he bought into it very well. And neither is Bill the Buffer. Not, not too into it right now, huh? No, just going to give me silence. Just be alone with your thoughts, Justin. Coming up on the top of the hour, it's 7.59. If you got to be to work in 30 seconds, you better get in there. You can take us with you. WSICnews.com, just pop in that earbud. Let it ride, baby. 844-STUDIO-4. What's going on in your day? Good morning, LKN. We're coming back. Good morning, LKN. Ah, 8.05. On our way in. Plane is quickly approaching the gate. Your day is quickly beginning. If you missed it, we just spoke with Brad Borders of Purple Heart Homes and putting the pieces back together. That show airs every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. here on WSIC. Great group of guys. Enjoy talking with them and always good to get a good laugh in. In the morning, always good to keep it positive. I'm trying to keep it positive. One thing I can't keep it positive about, Bill, you know how I feel about this at this point, baseball. I, I just, look, I'm not, hate, I'm not saying there's not skill involved. I'm not saying there's not. But you know how I feel as far as comparing baseball to other sports. But last night, Noah Noah has been recently, I didn't tell you, I, I kind of feel like I've fibbed for, for a little bit to you. Noah is into baseball right now. And, and he's, he's, he's getting pretty good with the bat. So we're outside last night, throwing a couple heaters his way, and he's just knocking them out of the park. Four-year-old, lefty, and he likes swinging the rock. I saw the video. He's got a good stance, good posture. He he. I didn't even like coach him on it, and he did the good. turn it to the sideways. <laughs> he did the whole okay. I'm going to turn to the side and like have a proper swing. And the only the only thing I've I've had to do is like he he likes to switch hands and like no 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 dude just stick with one for now. So no no go back the other way. And then he does and he hits really well. So 
I, I have mixed emotions right now. He understands inertia and how to draw the energy from the ground through his feet, up his legs, through his hips. Yes. The eyes, find the ball, yes. see ball, hit ball, the hand eye. These are encouraging signs. I'd be thrilled if I was a father. I, I am very thrilled. I'm very excited because what you want as a parent is you want your kid to find their thing, right? Whatever it is. Yet at the same time, I'm torn because it's baseball. And again, I'm not, I'm not hating on baseball. I'm not saying there's not skill involved in baseball, but I, I just feel almost hypocritical for how much I've been ragging on baseball. Are you turning a page? I don't know yet. I'm not committing to anything. I'm not willing to uproot my life right now by any stretch. He's only swung the bat about 26 times. Noah's our only hope. He, he, he might be the key. To get me he on board, he might be the he only. Is the key by by you know a couple years from now, you might see me coaching little league. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. Man, a big old WSIC on the back of the jerseys. Oof. I'm there. I'm your first base coach. We're stealing. Ooh. We're gonna yeah. make the other team make plays. We're, you're we're gonna, gonna have to force throw it. us out. Yeah, you're gonna have to actually earn this yeah. win. Yeah. I don't care. Start kicking. I'd be the guy kicking the dirt. You know what I mean? What do you mean, ump? <laughs> <laughs> That kid's not. Let me see a birth certificate. Let me see the birth certificate. There is no way that he is in this age league. There is no way you're telling me that. He's yeah. six foot and has a mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't want me there. They don't want me there. Uh, but I, I was, uh, I just was thinking of you last night. And so I sent you that video because I felt, you know, I was, I got one past him. So I was pitching, you know, it was like coach pitch. And, and I got one past him. He knocked two out. But oh, yeah. I got, I got him in one. And he looks, Daddy. I'm like, no, son. Practice. Don't blame Daddy. You swung. You didn't have to swing. Right. You swung. Wait for yours, Noah. Wait for yours. That's exactly right. And Patiently aggressive. Now, I know absolutely nothing else about baseball to teach him. So I feel like I've taken him as far as I can go. And you started this by saying you didn't even show him anything. I didn't. <laughs> at all. Okay. He, he found the bat. He grabbed the ball. He gave me the ball. He told me where to stand. He told me exactly where he wanted it thrown. That's it. That was my role. Facilitator. Right. Not a coach. And sometimes that's all it takes to be a great parent. He knows what he wants. Yeah. You know, they're young. And, and, but kids, I feel like, are smarter these days than, than we were. Am I wrong for saying that? Like, do you feel – I feel like that they've evolved. Yeah. I've been around some kids, and I've been talking to them, like, at the beach when I was on vacation. Yeah. I was with some – I mean, they're not – they're older than Noah, but I was like, man – I'm like literally having a conversation with kids right now. Yeah, isn't it wild? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then they also, but they look younger. I feel like, like, did we look that young when we were young in high school? And I mean, Justin, school? I literally look like a sophomore in high school. So. <laughs> You've just maintained this baby complexion. Just this, a little more tired. Just, <laughs> the bags under the eyes have gotten a little darker. That's the extent of the changes I've had in my life. A gift and a curse. Yeah. No. Hey, I mean, you 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 look young, Bill. You'll look young. Um, you know, some people look at that as a negative, though, too. Right. You oh, know, I there know. is that stigma. There is ageism that occurs. Right. Ageism's as real as the other isms. We all have preconceived notions and biases. This is one of those times where I'm going to say, take it easy. You're going to tell me to I slow down. I don't know what, what, what's about to happen next. My everyone. cup is empty. Oh, wait, there's a little. Hold on. Now it's gone. Excuse me. And that's usually a sign, right? Like yep. we can metaphorically place a cup, a, a, a see-through cup next to my head and judge it as a scale. 
Yes, I can. Wh- I can actually see it. Where is Justin? Right. Where is Justin in his mental mental right. state right now? Uh, and I don't want to. I don't want to say I'm. I'm dependent on certain things to keep me going. Where's my coffee? Right away, boss. <laughs> There's nobody else here, so it's it's kind of and you can't get up and walk away and and watch I, me. I, I could, yeah. Watch. Like, yeah, yeah I guess you me. could. You could. That would be that would I'm, be. I'm here adventure. trying to protect the public. No, well, you're doing a great job. You know, you've got that mute button. I don't even have a mute button. I just I just talk. I know. <laughs> uh, we know. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to create a mute button out of thin air. You know, it's you, a lot of people have the issue of I don't know what to say. I, I've had the reverse issue my whole life. That's the way you want to be. You're in the right business, buddy. I don't know though. I don't know. I mean, it's not the business. It's it's the it's the mental state. It's the mental state that gets you. Because like when you're okay, you're at work, you're hanging out, everything's good, and you get that email. You get that message of let's let's take this task on today. But it's not the task that bothers you. It's the tone of the person sending the task. That's what gets you in the workspace. Email etiquette, professionalism. Ronnie, why didn't you do it? I gave it to you three days ago. It's still not done, and I'm wondering why. Well, Gerald, let me tell you why it's not done. Right? That's how you want to react. Tiffany, I'm not going to take your tone in offense today, though it is offensive. Right? You don't want to. So instead of a random selfie... Add a, add a little flair to the email today. Something you wouldn't normally do. Something, something that, let's say, uh, a, a little compliment. Throw a little compliment. You look nice today. Didn't see you yet, but I have a feeling you're wearing your good shoes. <laughs> you know? Something like that. Hey, I know you're on the other side of the country because we work in this big corporate conglomerate and we're working virtually, but I just wanted to tell you, you smell great. Would that be a little creepy if you told started complimenting smells? Is there something off limits we shouldn't be complimenting? Or is everything on the table? When it comes to compliments, um yeah. in a genuine compliment. Yeah, a genuine compliment. I don't mean it facetiously. I mean genuine. Everything is on the table. Yeah. Like I, I like I like how 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 your name follows the rule of I before E. I really appreciate that about you. Right. I like your suits, bud. Oh, thank you. I like your baby complexion. <laughs> See? I'm a man. It's, it's genuine. It's, <laughs> yeah, so throw a little random compliment today uh, whenever you're, you're, you're with your peoples at, at the office. Someone starts off cranky, you, you kill them with kindness. And, and you say to them, have you had a daylight donut recently? You want to smile? Go grab you a daylight donut. Get out of my face, Karen. Good morning, LKN. We're coming back. 844-STUDIO-4. How's your day going? Good morning, LKN. Justin Gazepis. Bill's on the sticks. 818. We're on our way in. National holidays. You know there's all kinds of them. Unlimited potential of you want to celebrate something? There's likely a day during the year where you'll get to celebrate it. Today, National Watermelon Day. You like watermelon, Bill? You a big watermelon guy? Watermelon. I'll down some watermelon. You know what's good on watermelon? Cottage cheese. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
What? You ever put cottage cheese on watermelon? Why? What would possess me to do that? Deliciousness, your taste buds. Watermelon, cottage cheese goes well with three fruits, in my opinion. Watermelon, peaches, and pears. Just when you think you know a guy. <laughs> this is... Does that sound gross to you? You've never heard of cottage cheese with fruit? Um, no, I guess I've really just never dabbled in the cottage cheese game. When's National Cottage Cheese Day? I'd have to Google that. Yeah, that's going to be a me thing. I'll, I'll do that behind <laughs> the scenes. No, what, this is what you do, though. So you cut out... What is the green part? Is it the rind? Is that what it's called? The green part? Is it called rind? That you don't eat off the watermelon? The skin? No, you I don't, don't know what it's called. You know you don't eat it? I just know the noise it makes when I bite into it. So if you can cut a watermelon like sliced bread and make slices, cut out the rind. You take two slices of melon, right in the middle, a layer of cottage cheese, make the old Sammy. Put it together, let it rip. Now you better be outside when you're eating it or, or have the Dexter-like room cleanup ready to go. Right. Because it gets messy. I love that. But it is delicious. I love a good messy fruit. It's 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 one of the juiciest fruits there are. Maybe. I don't know how we can measure that by the by the leader. We'll have to conduct a scientific study. But I, I would go on record. I'm going on record right now and saying one of the juiciest fruits there are. Juicy fruit inspiration came from when he was eating a watermelon. Mm, that is... Probably not true. Probably not true. But... It sounded good, and that's what matters. Yes. Clean your floors day. Bill, when's the last time you swept floors? Oh, man. Uh, we got... We try to clean the floors probably twice a week, but we need to have, like, closing procedures at our new apartment because we just got some new... We're in a little bit bigger space than we sure. were in Atlanta, um, which is awesome, right? Great, but... You know that uh, that one commercial. It's a lot of house. Hope you can keep it clean. You Swiffer. Know, that, yep, that's us. So, um, but Grace, my better half, she uh, she does a great job, and I try to assist and kind of kind of stay out of the way, but really follow her command. Do you guys use a dry broom? Do you use a mop? We what's go, what's procedure? We, we kind of hit it pretty hard. We go broom, broom, get everything kind of in a little pile. Then I take like to take the vacuum on the hardwood just to, you know, double. Yeah, get it out. Right, and then we'll go a little uh, Swiffer. And then the Swiffer on top. Okay, no, that works. Uh, Demi is very adamant about trying to keep the floors clean, very uh, much so. The problem is when you move the couch and the furniture after you've already swept and you find more. Like, that. that's pretty deflating. Right. It's pretty deflating. So so you got to come through with some encouragement. Right. At that moment. Right. You got to dig deep. You got to dig deep. And that and that's okay. And this is what my move has been. No, no, no. I put that there, Beb, to eat later. So right. now I can have it. Right. You know, I love a couch. Right. Couch potato. It's one of my favorite uh uh places to be in the house cuz it's it's like a bed that hugs you back. Solid. Good. And then you just pull the old ruffles right out of the corner, and boom, there you go. Mm. It's always there for me when I need it. And, and Noah will, like, announce when he finds something, I found something! Thanks, Noah. Emmy just giggles, and then she just puts it in her mouth. Mm. <laughs> so, two different children. 
Two different children. Uh, let's see. Cycle to work day. Bill, you going to ride your bike to work? As I look outside, I see the rain fall. No. No. Not going to do it today? You know, they say there's 50% chance of rain, and I think that 50% is if you stay inside, it won't. If you go outside, it will. I love that take. Yeah. Kind of like uh, here at the dress codes, black tie optional. Right. Always. Always. Always will be. Right. Written policy in place in black, perpetuity. Black tie optional. That's it. No one's going to hate on you. Uh, India Pale Ale Day. IPA. Like IPA beer. Man. It's that day. Man. Is anybody locally celebrating or any of the venues like touting that out there? Like, hey, it's IPA day. Come on down, have a pint. Delicious stuff, though. Do they call it having a pint still? Is that a thing? Yeah. Just come on. Or is that British? Like to say, hey, come have a pint. Is that British? I like to call it English. English. I don't know if they call it that. I, I think they still say that. In they England. Have a pint, isn't it? We're having a pint together, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? What did you call me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, National Big Forehead Day. Who's winning? Me. (laughs) Is it a forehead or a five head? Measure it. Go ahead. Measure it right now. On the WSIC News video, measure it. You're a four. That's not... That's not... I'm a four. Well, I'm a three and a halfer. I'm a three and a halfer. I'm not a forehead judger. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Every, go ahead and, and measure your forehead right now. Look, wherever you're at, you might be in the office, you might be in the car, you might be at home. Go ahead, measure your. Or do you have a real forehead? Do you have a real forehead? How come my forehead skin is different than my lip skin? Do they do they call it a forehead because of the measurement or because it uh, it's forward? I'm, I'm trying to I think. I think it's like uh, just as far as your head is concerned. Right. It's, Four, like the four mentioned, the thing I mentioned earlier, it's the earliest thing. F-O-R-E. Yes. Like, right. Right. It's it's some sort of, It's yes. in front of. It's the prominent thing. It's one of the first things to see life, baby. Demi will self-admittedly say she's a five oxygen. head. Demi's a five head. She's a good looking five head. She, look. Respectfully. It, look, well, I appreciate that. The, uh, it's a, it's a thing, you know, hey, we're calling it a four head. Maybe you're a three head. Anybody a two head? You ever met a two-head before? Don't know if I have. No. Not that I can recall in my mind. I've seen a couple of babies, though. Any two-heads out there? There's no shame in it. No. There's no shame in it. I'm just curious. I mean, or or, or statistically, maybe the average is four. Maybe they they keep that database when babies are born. They say, okay, let's extrapolate this data. Likely to be a four-head. Oh, we got a fiver. Maybe that's what they start shouting. National Grab Some Nuts Day. Wait a minute. You going for Eddie? Wait a minute. <laughs> like the, would you do you do they even have at restaurants now? You remember how they used to just have the jar, the can uh, the, of just nuts there to eat? You know, I think, you go. I think the uh, Vidco um, kind of <laughs> shut kinda, that kinda down. Stop that. I miss those days, man. Man, I used to love smoking or non-smoke. You know. Those, oh, are, those are them days. The bowling right alley, bro, back in the day. You go to you go to North Cross Lanes, just chiefing. Nothing like a stiff Marlboro Red or some <laughs> cheese pizza and Marlboro Red. Sprite. No filtration system in the air at whatsoever. Just a cloud when you walked in. I'm a cowboy or a 
horse rider. Hey, Monday Night League got serious. Yeah. Oh yeah. You you, you can't remember. We have we had a friend. We were in bowling league at North Cross back in the day. We called ourselves the Great Whites, the Sharks, and uh, <laughs> we had a couple of friends who were even more outlandish than us. Quavis, one of our good friends, would roll the rock out of a towel. You remember that when he would roll yes. it out of his towel. So people who were like official diehard, we were in high school. So like official diehard folk who were just all about league. I'm talking about they've been bowling longer than we've been alive. They were not happy with us. And then Matty V would roll with both hands, left-handed and right-handed. And this was an official documented league. And so you had to roll with your registered hand. And Matt would always make the argument, yeah, but the pin's on the other side. The pin's on the other side. I should be allowed to do this. And we'd look and say, he's got, he's got a point. He does. And we lost the battle. Oh, yeah. We definitely lost the battle. I don't think we ever got, like, pins docked from us, though. I wish they would. They could I try. Wish they would. Here's what happened, though, too. This was the part that where we didn't get invited back. We didn't come in last. Right. We actually won some coin back. Right. Everyone was shocked. We weren't. Everyone else was. No, we put in the time. <laughs> we would roll the rock. It definitely helped working there as a porter, and we got like, what, 50-cent games, 75-cent games when we would play back in the day. Could you imagine only having to pay 75 cents per bowling game right now? In this economy? I mean, I think it's what? It's probably up to... They do it by like the hour now most of the time from what I see. Like you rent the whole lane for an hour. Right, which I have gone bowling recently and it's like, you know, I know we're here to have a good time, but like you're up. It's hard. It's, it's, <laughs> people, it's not fun to go bowling with me because it, it turns serious very quickly. Right. And it's like, well, I would love to leisurely allow you to not hit your mark in good conscience... It's unacceptable. <laughs> you're you're up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of times that that's how it would go. That's, but hey, always a good time. I tried in Richmond uh, when I went and visited Matt, who had moved up there. Now he lived here and moved up there. They have the places that it's like mini pins on strings. Uh, duck, uh, duck pins. Duck pin, duck yeah, pins. duck pins. Yes. Wow, we need fun, different. Yeah. Lake Who's Norman duck needs pins? duck pins. Who's opening up duck pins in Lake Norman? Holler at us. 844-STUDIO-4. Good morning, LKN. We might have Sheriff Campbell on at 830. He's saving the world, donning the cape and cow. I don't know if he's going to call. We'll find out. Either way, we appreciate it. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 8.35, Bill's on the sticks. Approaching the workday. We did national holidays. I, I don't want to leave somebody out. It, it's National Michael Day. So to all the Michaels out there, congrats. It's your day. Is it on the, is it on the Michaels to celebrate themselves, or is it on everyone else to celebrate the Michaels? I think you could go either way, but I didn't know if there was a, a general consensus. Because does Michael even know? Like, did Michael self-proclaim, today's my day? Or did somebody else come along and say, no, 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 we need to celebrate Michael today? Not just 
this Michael, all Michaels. The world. Do 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 other countries recognize our national holidays? Uh probably probably not. So it's just America, Michaels. Right. If anywhere else. Is Michael Michael elsewhere? Is like Michael the world name of Michael? Yeah, Michael Michael's everywhere. Like is it Mikel somewhere else? Like, you know right. what I mean? Right. But is it spelled the same? Right. Right is in yeah or right is in no. Right. It, right. Is it spelled the same? Uh you know, probably not. But on there, is it spelt a certain way or is it just like M I C H A E L. Right. Your or at least what I know as a traditional Michael spelling. But I, I have met some Michaels, M-Y-K-E-L. I've met some Michelles. Sure. Mike. I've met a Mike. Does Mike roll into Michael if it's M-I-K-E? If on the birth certificate, we gotta M-I-K-E. Call, we got to call Mike Jackson. Well, happy Mike Jackson Day. But here's the question. If his real birth name is Mike, M-I-K-E, and any Mike, M-I-K-E, is that Michael? Do those fall in the same category? Likely, likely, but uh, only a Sith Lord deals in absolutes. So, um, yeah, no, it's his name's probably Michael. <laughs> it could be. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, what if it's Mike? Mike, 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 Mike. Home ad show coming up at 9 o'clock, and uh, that's where you celebrate birthdays. And there's some big names that are probably going to call in today because it's their birthday. Tom Brady's birthday today. Does anybody care? Uh, Is he, did he end up retiring? Oh, yeah. He uh, Really, this time? For real, for real. Like he's not coming back? Only a Sith Lord deals in absolutes. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. It's, it's possible. It's possible. Might come back as Michael Brady. Could come back. Could come back. Uh, also, uh, Zach Wilson, another another quarterback. Oh, Zach Wilson, yeah. Uh, now probably a backup quarterback for the Jets, right? Maybe. No, I, I'm, no, I'm thinking of Zach Wilson. No, I'm off. That is who Zach Wilson. That's what I said. Is it, did oh, I, Zach Wilson. Did okay, I say yeah, Zach Wilson? Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm thinking Mike. I'm thinking everybody's first name is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else's birthday today? Uh, Tony Bennett's. Tony Bennett's birthday today. That one, while, while I, while I, you know, R.I.P. Tony Bennett, I respect it. I also uh, a, a little, a, a little bitter. I told you previously, my grandma on my dad's side had an opportunity, was asked out on a date by Tony Bennett, and she said no. And so that is one of those points in my family's trajectory where. I was unable to reach potentially some full potential. The potential of full potential due to the choices made. And I, I still have a choice I'm trying to make. And I'm thinking through it whenever I go home. I have to ask myself, okay, I, uh, I have this cardinal I got to deal with. And I need some advice. I need to know... If legally this cardinal who is just destroying my mirrors by pecking himself, doing things that he shouldn't be doing, am I just allowed to shoot him? Am I allowed to just get him out? And so I got somebody on the phone who's going to help Sheriff Darren Campbell. Sheriff Campbell, this cardinal that's at my house, am I allowed to just get rid of him? Or, or what am I supposed to do with this cardinal that's attacking my mirrors? 
you know, really what you should do probably just put a bird feeder out there and just take care of them and just move your car somewhere else. Thank you, Sheriff. I got to move my you, my that car for the bird? Answer. Come on, Sheriff. Help me out it's here. It's the right thing to do. Thank you so hey. much for calling in, Sheriff. Gosh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to, glad that y'all had me on. <laughs> How was the show yesterday? I caught, I caught most of it. So you guys air uh, now Wednesdays from 3 to 4 o'clock. You and Chief Deputy Hamby. How did it go yesterday? I heard great reviews on it. I caught most of it. What do you think about this new music I'm throwing at you uh, for the intro and the bumpers? You liking it or no? You know, that is something. And, at, you know, really, I do like it. I think it's kind of cool. It goes with the show, especially depends on what we're speaking of. And yesterday's show was was a good show. You know, we always have. We've got a lot of views. And, uh, you know, it's just it's been great. I love the new time. And, and we've had a lot of people tuning in, a lot of people sharing the show. And really people watching it. And, and I'm seeing who's watching it. That really encourages our guests. You know, we can get up and watch people that's watching the show, so it's been great. What's up with me seeing your face all over Iredell County on all these magazines everywhere? What did, you, what did you just get sworn into some new position or something? What's this I'm hearing and seeing? I see your face everywhere now. What's going on? You know, that was uh, Idle Free News wanted to do a story, and I sort and they said, well, you got to be the... Uh, you got to be the president of the North Carolina Sheriff's Association, so that was good. So I think he sort of did a good uh, a, a magazine for me, and I'm very appreciative of that. You look good on there. You look young and spry, and you look like you're having fun. Are you having a good time being sheriff? Like, is it a cool job? Do you regret it now at this point? How are you feeling about it? No, I absolutely, you know, I grew up, I absolutely love the job. I love the people I work with. I love the community we serve. Uh, I cannot believe the unbelievable amount of support that we get from our community. You know, you hear, you know, nationwide, you hear a lot about still defund the police or the police not right. We don't have that here. We're, we're here, and, and the deputies do a great job. You know, crime rates are plummeting. Uh, we've got wages up to where we're getting good officers. So I really could not ask for no better times to be the sheriff or be in law enforcement for that matter. You, are, you don't shy away, sir, from being an advocate of safety and protecting residents, protecting businesses, protecting children at schools. You do not shy away from it, and I appreciate that about you. What do you think right now is the biggest need in the community as it relates to safety? You know, safety, there's so many different angles. If you ask me as far as, you know, obviously crime in general is a thing, but if you go back and look at safety, just pure safety, I honestly think scams, and making sure our schools and churches are secure is probably one of the biggest things that I see. And we've seen that transition over the last several years. But everything we can put in place for our schools, our communities, I think today on social media we put a service that we provide to our churches, you know, free security service, active shooter training, things like that. I think that's probably one of the biggest things we see. I mean, obviously drugs and, you know, larcenies and break-ins there, and, and the crime rates are down unbelievably amount in eight years, almost, you know, probably north of over 50%. Our latest numbers are even going to be better than that. So I'm happy with that, but I want to make sure we keep everybody in our community safe. I want to give you a softball question here before we go to Radio Break, and we'll stick with you on digital for our video fam, if that's okay, and, and, and through the next little, little bit, if that's okay with you. I know you're busy, and we appreciate you. Wanted to see, when you think about Iredell County and you think about all the locations, because you grew up there, what's your favorite restaurant in Iredell County? Oh, me, you're going to get me in trouble. All of them. Every one of them. I can't think of one I don't like. 
There it is. There's there's the elected officials response right there. There's the elected officials response. No, but you have some favorites. Come on. What's your favorite type of food? Give me that. You don't have to say a place. Give me your type of food you like. You know, I, I like good old southern food probably. Not, I'm a little too old to eat it all the time now, so I'm more into the salad than, than that version now. But uh, I just like a good restaurant where you can sit down with friends. You know, I, I've got food bones out everywhere. You know, Randy's, places like that, Pat's Place. Uh, you know, Amafi's. There's so many good restaurants around here that that I really enjoy and like hanging around in. That's right. Good morning, LKN. We're talking with Sheriff Darren Campbell, Radio Fan. We're going to take a break, but if you're on digital right now watching the video, we're going to stick with Sheriff Campbell, Radio Fan. We're coming right back. Good morning, LKN. Eight four four Studio Four. All right, Sheriff Campbell, we are still live with you here uh, for our exclusive digital fam, uh, WSIC News, and on all the social platforms. All right, give us the inside. What's going on from a crime perspective? What's been the most recent week? Any big arrests? Any big busts? Give us an update. You know, this week has been good. You know, court, slow is good. We're doing a lot of, we've done a huge conspiracy case last week. We've got with drugs and methamphetamine in Iroh and Statesville and a little bit of the southern part of Iroh County. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. I can tell you as far as crime rates, we did get our new numbers back from the state. Not ready to put them all out there yet. That's sort of what I was alluding to a while ago. But I can honestly say that, that crime has took a drastic downtrend over the last eight years. So, But uh, this has been sort of a slow kind of crime week, which is good for us. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good problem to have, right? We want that. When you think about the, the vision as a sheriff and how to keep a community safe, how do you even go about setting goals to say, hey, over the next few years, we're going to bring crime down? Like, how does the thought process work on that? You know, I want to say we want to bring crime down, but you got, you've got to keep in your mind what causes the crime. And obviously, I make no apologies. I think that was on the front of the magazine that you know, I've always been sort of took a hard stance on career repeat offenders because you have 5 to 10% of the population committing 80 or 70 to 80% of the crime. And drugs, and, and I'm not talking about drug addicts. If you come to me and say, hey, I'm an addict, we need help, we'll get you the help. We'll refer you to somebody. But selling drugs in our community, is, is it breeds so much other crime. It breeds the larcenies. It breeds the violent crimes to support those dealers. So you'll see every quarter usually, in addition to our other cases, We'll do, a, we'll do a scale roundup of those that are selling drugs or facilitated the sale of drugs in our community undercover officers. And the criminals see that. The criminals see on social media that we're making these arrests. And we, 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 we interview a lot of them. And they'll tell you, you know, I knew not to come to Idle. I shouldn't have come to Idle. And, um, you know, I brag on the men and women of the sheriff's office for making that happen. And it starts everything from the... The jail person that may get arrested and wants to give information, or the patrol guy that makes a stop or response to a call gets information on a drug house. And also, we've got the free app. You can get it at Iroh County Sheriff's Office on Google and Apple, or and go to that and uh, you know and send us information. That has been unbelievably helped us be successful. Uh, real quick before we come back to Rejoin Radio, you're passionate about schools, and so what I want to do when we come back here in about you know, 10, 15 seconds into the radio, I'd like to talk a little bit about schools, but, but I'd also like to ask a couple of questions about fentanyl, because there's, there's just some general questions I've got. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there, but you guys have, you know, you guys are trying to put out the correct information about what you guys are seeing, so if we could, if you're okay yeah. with it, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions on that as soon as 
as we rejoin in about 10 seconds, if you're okay with that. Oh, absolutely. Anything I can do to help. Okay, perfect. All right, give us about 10 seconds. We're going to rejoin now, Digital Fan, with our radio fan. continues now on WSIC. News Talk Now. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, 848. I hope you're not running late for school. Don't speed because we don't want you to get in trouble. I'm doing what I can to keep Sheriff Darren Campbell occupied to get you to work on time. He's hanging out with us a little bit here. Uh, Sheriff, we appreciate it. We appreciate you sticking with us during the uh, digital break there with our exclusive WSIC News family. Now, a couple of things. You're very big on SROs, student resource officers in schools. Why are you so passionate about SROs in schools? You know, that's one of the things, really, when I got elected back in 2014, we wanted to make sure that we was able to give the kids these protections uh, of an SRO. And not only just the protection, say, active shooter, but also the dangers of online trends, uh, trends uh, affiliation with gangs, all sorts of stuff like that. We want to give them somebody to talk to, educate them all the time they're at school so that would not happen. And, uh, you know, I think of this, Justin, our, if you think about it, 25 miles outside the city of states or up from Mooresville, a school, especially an elementary school and a high school, but elementary are the most defenseless. That is your community cluster on any given day in a community on an average day basis is a school. And we've seen the, the trends of school violence, the shock and awe of school shootings, and we want to do everything we, we could do to say we didn't want that to happen at Ireland. I, I believe that uh, – Presence is the number one deterrent of anybody that thinks that. And if you look at the average of school shootings, in the 90 percentile did not have an SRO or a patrol car presence. That is a true deterrent from somebody that may or may not be wanting to do our schools harm. Fentanyl. It's a huge conversation nationally, and it is affecting locally as well. Even, you know, in North Mecklenburg here, let's say Huff High School, right, there's been a couple of overdoses even recently. Obviously, there's been continued drug problems all over the country. Fentanyl is one of these things I'm confused. Is it that people are, are intentionally smoking or shooting fentanyl, or are people slipping this into what people believe are other drugs, and so everything is just kind of getting meshed together these days? What are you guys seeing from that perspective? You know, everybody abuses, abuses different things, but I will say this, in the vast, vast majority, and I would say up to 85%, most of the fentanyl overdoses or other drugs that are laced with that narcotic. It's uh, cheap. Our borders are unsecure, so we're seeing so much more of it. That's the reason you're seeing it in the community so much now. I mean, we see it here. We've just really tried to work hard in our undercover cases and uh, – you know, the purchase of narcotics and this sometimes that we may have to do a case where we've got enough for the arrest, but we know that they have a supply and we've got to get it off the street. So that's what we're seeing. And it comes from simple supply and demand. There's, there's a demand for it, but there's an overabundance of supply, and it comes across our southern border. 97% comes across our southern border, and that's where we're seeing it. It requires probably you to coordinate with Mecklenburg County and the other surrounding counties because of all the growth all the areas are seeing. You know, the infiltration, if you would, is happening probably from many points that you guys, you know, are monitoring, aware of, but also trying to, how do you counterattack it? What's the relationship like with your surrounding uh, counties and the other sheriffs when you, when you talk and work with them? Oh, it's great. Listen, Gary McFadden in Mecklenburg County, uh, you know, we, we disagree on some things, but he's the elected sheriff of Mecklenburg, but does a great job down there. Van Shaw over in Cabarrus, 
Uh, you got Bill Bean that borders over in Lincoln County, uh, Travis Allen and Rowan. You can go up around, you know, we have nine counties that touch Ireland. We, we have the most counties, or the, the county that touches the most other counties in the state. And uh, we have great relationships. We're on the phone. May not talk to them every day, but usually I'm talking to every other sheriff around and, and others across the state, probably on a weekly basis at some point, over issues we may have or something we can help them with. And now being the president of the state association really helps me have access to those in, you know, Pequimans County, Carteret County, uh, Rockingham County. So there's a good network that we stay involved, what kind of trends we're seeing here in Idle and what and through investigations to connect to other counties. I've been talking to uh, the producer team. I, I don't know if you, you've met uh, Ben Daniels, our senior director of Sensory. You met him previously maybe about a month ago, and then he was there at the station yesterday. Yeah. I, I reprimanded him for not coming in and talking with you too, by the way. I want you to know that. Because he's the one who's encouraging us to do this scenario where we let the canine bite me. And I just want to throw it out there. I'm okay with it, but I feel like I'm going to need a few lessons before we make that happen. Because your team, your canine team, you said one of these dogs could literally like break somebody's back if they did like a full dive bomb at them. Should I be nervous about it or are you guys going to take care of me? Well, their job's not to do that. It's just to take down the suspect by the safest means necessary for the officers and surrounding people. But... <clears throat> no, we'll get you. That's one of those things that you really don't have to practice for. When it happens, you'll know how to react. So <laughs> You're just going to know. Okay. <laughs> you'll just know. You'll just know. <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the future for Iredell County um, and, and law enforcement and the sheriff's office? What, what's kind of your big vision now as you move forward? <clears throat> you know, I think... Obviously, keeping crime rates low, making sure our communities are the safest compared to anybody else. And that's that's one thing I want to say. You know, I'm proud of the fact that we have we're considered one of the 10 biggest counties or comparable to other agencies around the state. And we almost are 50 percent less crime than any of those others. So that's a great fact to have. But I, I want to make sure we're safe. I want to make sure our schools are safe. I want to make sure we've got the best officers or deputies in the state of North Carolina, from my perspective, serving the citizens here in Idaho County. We appreciate your time. Sheriff Darren Campbell of the Iredell County Sheriff's Office, also president of the North Carolina Sheriff's Association. Congratulations to you, sir. Grateful to have your leadership here locally and helping to protect people. I'm all for every citizen being comfortable around law enforcement. I absolutely love when I'm out with my kids and we see law enforcement, we wave, we say hi, we interact. It's okay to engage with law enforcement because you guys are here as part of the community to help protect us and we should say thank you back and we should engage with you and be comfortable with having conversations. Being willing to conversate is probably one of the ways that will help alleviate many issues, prevent a lot of issues and help prevent crime and keep everybody safe. So very grateful for you, Sheriff. Um, if, if there's anything else you ever need, let us know. We're happy to support and be a part of it. Grateful you're doing a program here on WSIC. We will see you next Wednesday. Wednesday yes, for your show. There you go. Thank you very much. And the support you've given us is unbelievable. Thank all your listeners. We really appreciate it. Hey, come up and talk to us. We want to be a part of you, and that's what we're here for. And thank you very much for allowing me this opportunity. Yes, sir. Have a good day. You too, buddy. All right, there you go. Sheriff Campbell. The real deal. Genuine, but does not shy away from being adamant about keeping his community safe. That's what you should expect from a sheriff should be willing to say we have to keep people safe because the vast majority of people are law-abiding citizens. The vast majority.
But what do you do when you're encountering the other population? Want to give a shout out to Keith, who called into the morning show yesterday. An avid tune-in listener. Pat Shannon, also a big fan of listening to WSIC via the TuneIn app. I have confirmed, I went online this morning, the TuneIn app is reconnected. Cue the applause. If we had the button. There it is. Okay. <laughs> the TuneIn app is reconnected. The technology has been switched over. You now can continue listening to WSIC on the TuneIn app. Very grateful for that. Grateful for the day ahead. Again, 50% chance of rain. If you're inside, it's not going to rain. If you're outside, it's going to rain. That's your 50%. I hope you stay safe out there on the roads. It's been a little bit, I feel like, since we had daytime rain. Am I wrong about that? It seems been, it's right, been it's daytime, daytime rain. rain. That's different than it's nighttime daytime rain. daytime rain. That's right. As the humidity builds and it rains overnight, not a lot of people out. I get it. Daytime rain? Different. You got to be prepared. Who else you need to be prepared for is Pat Shannon. Because this man brings it. A national treasure. The legend. World famous. He hosts the home ad show Monday through Friday from 9 to 11. If you got to buy something, you got to sell something, you got to trade something, maybe you found something. Kittens the mittens. Mittens and kittens. Kittens and mittens. Maybe you found them. Or her. Maybe you lost kittens. And you need them. You need your back, your family. Pat can help you find them. You know, Pat was very intricately involved whenever uh, the escaped convict, like a couple weeks ago. Yes. They used Pat Shannon as the hub of communication to help identify and save the community. And so we're grateful for Pat. If you got a birthday or an anniversary, too, side note, call into Pat Shannon. I think we're expecting it's Tom Brady's birthday. And I think Martha Stewart is also planning on calling. I think it's her birthday, too. They're going to get their names on the birthday list if they call in. And at 1045, Pat's going to spin the wheel, and you're going to win some great prizes. Daylight Donuts, Lake Mountain Coffee, Boxcar Grill. You going to house another dozen of Daylight Donuts today, Bill, or what? I would. What's, the, what's like the flavor? Like, so you had a few variety of flavors. You know, I, I don't want to say what your favorite was. But what would you? What flavor would you look for? Like when I go back and I ask you, I say, "Hey, can we get some donuts? What flavor do you full, want to try next?" Full transparency, I was. I'm kind of over here. I got all these monitors and everything, and um, you know, the other day we had some daylight donuts here. Yeah, uh, delicious. And I see this little crumb kind of next to my coaster. Saving it for later. And it's 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 uh it's a little white crumb, and I'm like, man, I, I I'm. About ninety percent sure that's a little coconut flake, <laughs> and I haven't done it yet. But man, I'm still looking at it. Yeah, it looks good, and it's just making my mouth water. Just like the rain outside, and the yeah, daylight donuts anytime, daytime rain, nighttime rain, daytime sun, nighttime sun. I'll I'll do it at nighttime sun. That flower mint smell that's coming out. Sorry, what's it called? What was the word again of the day? Petrichor. Get outside and, and smell that petrichor, my kids. We love you. Good morning, LKN. We'll see you tomorrow. Pat Shannon's up next.